Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, and welcome back to Whispers to a Bride. I am your host, Kara Gassabe, and this week we are talking about the problem with joy. I am so excited to be back. I have been out of town, out of the country, which if you know me, like never happens. I went to Mexico before the pandemic. So now we're like two and a half years, almost three years later. So I went to Lisbon for a little birthday trip with my mother to celebrate her 70th. And my sister and one of my brothers came along and it was awesome. So hard to leave the kids, but so glad that I did. It was such a great trip. If you ever have a chance to go to Lisbon, please do. And weirdly, while I was there, another woman who is a bridal coach also who lives in Lisbon reached out. That was so fun. I didn't realize she lived there. And then one of my all-time favorite clients was also there on her honeymoon. So anyway, fun little small world moment. But I am so excited to be back and to be recording on this sort of elusive topic that has just been on my mind. And I finally took a minute to just think it through and write some notes. And I really want to just highlight it for you because it's something that I've noticed is coming up with a lot of my clients, right? They are in this moment that is all about joy, that they always thought would be joyful and that on its face should be fine, right? There's nothing wrong yet, as they would describe it. Most of what the problem is, they can't experience the joy in the way that they thought they would, or in the way that they know that they're capable of, or in the way that they know they're going to look back and be proud of themselves for, right? Like they know they've got this feeling. They're like, Ugh, I'm not really letting myself have this moment in a way that I know I deserve and that I'm going to regret later, not really leaning in and taking this moment for everything that it is offering me. This is such a special time in our lives, right? Getting engaged, planning the wedding, just this whole like being on the doorstep of a new, really exciting chapter in our life with there's just so much love, right? And so much potential and so much that's new. And it's just, it's such a joyful time. And yet so many women specifically are having a tough time with how to handle that joy or how to not rob themselves of experiencing that joy that is right at their fingertips. So I want to really talk about 
the problem with joy, because that's the thing I think that is missing is that people turn joy into just, okay, expect it, do it, let's go. And they're not really acknowledging that there is a huge problem with joy. And we got to give a shout out to the one and only Brene Brown, who really sort of put this concept into popular understanding in a way I think that really resonates. And she says, joy is the most vulnerable emotion, right? Like when you first hear it, it's like, that can't be true. Unless you're one of those people who's like, yeah, every time I feel joyful, I feel very uneasy. I feel anxious. I feel like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. And that is what ends up robbing us of the joy that we planned on, the joy that that we deserve, the joy that is waiting for us. And that is the problem with joy is that it's just really a vulnerable place to be. And I think especially now that we've been for, like I was saying before, almost heading into the third year of this pandemic when just the hits just kept on coming, this just global rise of like anxiety and like what's around the corner. And every moment we thought that it was going to get better, it seemed to get worse and more complicated and just so much going on. I think it's more heightened this idea that like, we're afraid to let ourselves, let our guard down, let the joy in and relax into it. Right. Because to really experience joy requires a softness, right? You can't be like all guarded and like skeptical and watching your back when you're in joy, right? That's what makes it really vulnerable is that you are really in it. You're not thinking about the next move. You're not thinking about how to protect yourself. You're not thinking about what could go wrong to really experience joy is to be really present and to be really in that flow state where you're just interacting with the goodness around you. And that's why lately I think people are a little maybe out of practice with it because it hasn't felt like an emotion that served us when it seems like the hits just keep on coming. And I think around weddings, the same can be true. If you have this great engagement and you got a wonderful ring and the whole thing just went really well, you're like, okay, well, maybe the wedding planning is going to be harder. If this part's easy, you're just always guarding against because sort of the narrative around weddings is that there, it's going to be really hard and it's going to, something's going to go wrong. So you try to brace yourself for it so that you're ready. And that brings me to that other sort of component of this joy is very vulnerable because also people think that there is a safety in staying in the middle. People often will think, okay, if I don't let myself really marinate and just lean into the goodness of joy, of feeling that emotion of just really that sort of vulnerable, just open, just wide experience of joy. If I just keep myself back from that, I'm somehow protecting myself from the really devastating lows of the tragic things that happen in our life, right? This idea that if I don't let myself get too high, then the lows won't be too low. I can just hang in the middle, right? And experience life like without 
the huge emotional roller coaster that life presents. You can see that happen in the wedding planning experience. You can see a bride who's like, I don't want to like really take in a wonderful shower because what if something goes wrong at the bachelorette party or what if something goes wrong with the rehearsal dinner and then that was really good, but what if something goes wrong the next day? But what if, right? Like, well, if I'm happy, but like maybe someone else isn't happy. So I like, there's always ways of keeping yourself from really experiencing those highs because you're just like trying to protect yourself from the lows. And as I was saying, Brene Brown does a really great job of describing the research on this. And she tells like a really sad story of a man who lost his wife after 40 years of marriage. And his approach had been like, never get too happy, then you'll never get too sad. And he said, having lost his wife, he wished that he had leaned into those joyful moments more because it did not protect him from the deep sadness that he felt in that tragic moment of losing her. So let's just debunk that myth right now that keeping yourself like six steps back from your own joy is not going to protect you, right? That is one reason I've been thinking about this concept for years. And I just sort of learned like the hard parts really are hard. And having not enjoyed the good moments it just doesn't protect you from that. So don't do it. It doesn't, it's not A plus B doesn't equal C in that equation. It seems like it would, but it absolutely doesn't. So drop that from your strategy if that's where you're finding yourself. And the key takeaway that I want you to have is it's not weird that you do this, right? It's very natural. It's the way our brain is set up to protect us because, like I said, joy is very vulnerable and being vulnerable, not always great for survival to like that primitive part of our brain, but there is a way to practice being better at experiencing joy. Yay. And what a great thing to practice before your wedding day. And that is when you're in a joyful moment, right? When you're getting the things that you dreamed of, when you're having the moment that you planned, when things are just better than you even expected, whether it's a big moment or a small one and you feel yourself opening to the joy and you feel that little like ping of like, Oh God, if I really feel this, like probably something bad's around the corner, right? I can't have all the good things. It probably means something bad is coming next. That's that thought that most of us click into. And all you have to do is decide to anchor into gratitude instead of that fear and foreboding sort of anxiety about the other shoe dropping. That thought will cross through your mind but instead you can choose gratitude. It's an act of choice. It's a practice, but that can be your counterweight to the really crazed sort of high of joy. You can ground it and anchor it in gratitude, really saying to the universe, to God, to your partner, to your family, to the weather, to the budget, to whatever is bringing you joy, right? Really express your gratitude. Take a moment to say it out loud, to write it down, to whisper it into the sky, how grateful you are for that moment, for that gift, for that joy, right? That will help you savor and experience the moment. And it will also give your brain a place to park itself rather than it getting on the highway of fear and anxiety about like, the bad thing 
in your mind, right? Your imagination of what's next that's not going to be as joyful. So that is the real key that I want you to take away is just bringing a little bit of mindfulness to the experience of joy and anchoring it in gratitude. That's how you can really do this. And also, I just want to put it out there because I don't think people talk about why joy is so vulnerable. And so I just want to acknowledge that if you're struggling with letting the goodness in and letting yourself feel it and letting yourself hold it and enjoy it and be a part of it, right? If it feels like you're standing outside of the glass and everyone else is in the joy, but you can't really connect to it, it is not just you. It is a thing, but there is a way out and there is a way to do it and you can practice it. And I suggest you start now and it's not easy, but it's super simple. So I hope this was super helpful to you. I cannot wait to connect. I am always on TikTok and Instagram at Kara Gassipe. Please reach out with your questions. I love, love to hear from you and do not hesitate to schedule your bridal session, a one-on-one conversation where we unpack whatever is going on for you in this sacred time and help you show up as the woman you want to be in this moment. So reach out. Cannot wait to chat with you. Until then, I am wishing you nothing but bridal bliss.